0: Dear GOP establishment, the elephant in the room for this upcoming 2024 election is not going away. The last presidential election was stolen from the real winner and your continued refusal to acknowledge this will doom you. By Brian Cates. I have friends who believe that Former President Donald J. Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis are secretly working together behind the scenes as they put on a nice bit of theater for the country as they engage in a fake feud over which one of them should get the 2024 GOP nomination. Even if that were true, nobody involved is going to admit this while this current election cycle is underway, so I have to take what I see at face value. And yesterday... Ron DeSantis came out yet again and pronounced that he believes Trump lost the 2020 election. It wasn't a perfect election, but hey, Trump lost it, DeSantis opined. It was not stolen from him or rigged against him. Like every other establishment, candidate DeSantis is not allowed to go there to say the GOP establishment played a direct role in enabling and aiding and abetting the crime of the century. Why I don't fucking care about GOP candidate policy issues or debates. I want to be as blunt as I can be here, so I'm going to use some forceful language. I don't give a flying fuck about policy debates When the candidates are being selected to, quote, win by fraud enacted by arrogant state and local officials of the Uniparty covered in Teflon. I don't care what a particular candidate's foreign policy is or what their domestic agenda is for education. I don't care. Why don't I care? Because... As long as we don't have safe and secure and accurate elections, the entire freaking campaign season is worthless. It means literally nothing. I have a brilliant policy paper on how to fix our broken infrastructure burbles, candidate number one. I don't care. My position on the Ukraine war is best of all. Those running for this nomination, I'm just itching to tell you why. Warbles, candidate number two, I don't care. The reality is I'm the best candidate for this job because I've deeply researched the issue of transgender policy. I'm prepared to take on the teachers' unions and return our schools back to a sane policy. Barks, candidate number three, I don't care. The federal debt is the main issue you see, and I'm the only one who's bold enough to say so, and here's my policy paper. Stop. Just stop. Stop it already. As long as our elections are being rigged and then blatantly stolen right in front of us, we can't have just another four-year election. So there's only one policy issue that matters in this next election. Election fraud and so far, I see only one candidate realistically and frequently bringing that issue up the guy who got robbed in broad daylight the last time we had one of these things. This is not just another four year election, damn it. Yet, what? Is the GOP establishment doing in this current election cycle? It's insisting on pretending this is just another four-year presidential election. Like, what happened just three years ago didn't really happen. Like, we all imagined it or something. Just another right-wing conspiracy theorist wacko bird fever dream. Brian Cates on Twitter. Every single one of these gop Simps that whine it's long past time for the Don and carry to stop trying to relitigate elections they lost have no idea of the total fucking fury they are unleashing on themselves from this base. People are tired of this shit. They've had enough. For three years, I've watched the same gope simp talking heads on my TV insist they are sick and tired of listening to sore loser Donald Trump and now that sore loser Kerry Lake refusing to move on and just admit they lost and deal with it. You were a lousy candidate, burbling how the smart strategy is to stop trying to re-litigate what happened in 2020 and come up with better policy positions and just campaign better next time, you sore loser. You simpering clowns. How dare you? How dare you even think about trying this? About treating us all like we're a bunch of damn morons, much less continuing to insult and belittle the base with this vapid and lifeless gaslighting. You insist on still condescendingly giving us, patting us all on the heads like we're stupid simpletons. Hey, Gope, your winning candidate, the incumbent president had his big election win openly and arrogantly stolen from him as the entire country watched it and you didn't take any real action to protest it and almost immediately began telling Trump to shut the fuck up and just roll over and take it like a man and not be a whiner. I researched and compiled and spent the last three years covering and writing about the massive amounts of election fraud that occurred in both the 2020 and 2022 elections as a journalist. Quit telling me that didn't happen. Massive crimes were carried out against the American public in both those elections. And when I see the GOP establishment not only refusing to acknowledge this reality, but insisting on pretending everything is fine and gearing up for just another ordinary average election cycle while insisting our elections are safe and secure and Trump and Kerry Lake are delusional losers, grifting their followers, I swear, eternal revenge. I do and I mean it, down to the marrow of my bones. So, I hope I've clarified just why the chances I would ever vote for a GOP establishment gimp in the 2024 election is 0%. I would never vote for one of their muling simps, burbling about how Donald Trump lost that 2020 election to basement Joe fair and square. Go ahead and whine that, hey, it wasn't a perfect election, but come on, there wasn't enough fraud to affect the outcome, and then ask me for your vote. Guess what I'm gonna say to you? I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Why the Rana considers Scott Pressler beneath her attention. I've had the pleasure of meeting Scott Pressler several times. I first met him at the AmpFest event at the Trump Doral in 2019 when I was introduced to him by Tracy Beans. I was more inspired by five minutes of listening to Scott talk than by any politician I've ever listened to with the notable exceptions of Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump. We currently have a Gop that pretends people like Scott Pressler do not exist. Now, you can either view that as a massive problem or a massive benefit. I view it as a massive benefit. That's because, as far as the GOP is concerned, Scott Pressler is an enemy agent. That's why Mitt Romney's niece and current GOP chair, Ronna McDaniel, will never respond to him. Scott Pressler on Twitter, Dear... GOP Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel, I know that President Biden has an army of influencers who are dedicated to reaching the youth. Is there any plan to have an alternative team for the GOP? I'd also like to make the humble suggestion that you do a Twitter space. Thank you for listening. Today is my day number 114 of asking the GOP Chairwoman for a response. Today is day 115 of my asking the GOP Chairwoman for a response. End quote. And if you think about it and understand what's been going on inside the GOP for the past seven years, Rana is right. Scott is an enemy agent because he's been building the Trump MAGA base one voter registered at a time. And Rana and her ilk view the Trump America first base as a cancer or a cult that need to be cut out of the GOP and discarded just as quickly as they can arrange it. And they are clearly viewing this 2024 election cycle as their opportunity to excise the Trump cancer from their party at long last. I don't know who needs to hear this. But there's been an ongoing civil war within the GOP for the past several years between the good old boy GOP establishment and the America First and MAGA movement. Trump pretty much made this official during his speech at CPAC in February of 2021 when he directly encouraged the public to send its donations directly to his PAC rather than to the GOP. As I wrote in my column for Uncover D.C., quote, just three short months ago, the GOP establishment wing in Washington, D.C., and around the country were popping the champagne corks and clapping each other on the back. Sure, they'd just lost the White House and the Senate while the House narrowly remained under Democrat control, but on the bright side, Donald J. Trump was gone now. At last, the rhinos could begin their long-anticipated strategies for life after Trump. And then, all of a sudden, Save America, Pack, President Donald J. Trump, March 9th, 2021. Quote, I fully support the Republican Party and important GOP committees, but I do not support rhinos and fools, and it is not their right to use my likeness or image to raise funds. So much money is being raised and completely wasted by people who do not have the GOP's best interests in mind. If you donate to our... Save America Pack at DonaldJTrump.com. You are helping the America First movement and doing it right. We will win, and we will win big. Our country is being destroyed by the Democrats, end quote. Beginning in 2018, Trump had begun running his own slate of candidates for top offices at the state and federal levels who were often in direct competition with the GOP establishment's own slate, or those very same offices. 2022 was the third time Trump's slate went head-to-head with the GOP slate. What had been kept on the down low prior to March 9th, 2021, became an overt civil war. When he directly went after their money, open hostilities commenced. This fundraising maneuver was Trump's response to the GOP revealing it not only wouldn't take any real action to contest the crime of the century, it was aiding and abetting that crime and rejoicing that the big Trump thorn in their side had at last been removed. So, Trump went after them the hard way. He went after their donations. He began stealing a lot of what they consider their money, and he uses that money to run MAGA, America First Candidates. Starting to get the picture why Gope simps on your TV will cross land and sea to prevent a Trump return to the White House if he should win in 2024 and return to the White House. 2026 is likely when he completes his gutting of the Gope like a fish and debones it for all time. That would be completing slate of candidates number five. In the civil war between MAGA, America First, and the GOAP. I have no doubt who would win at that point. The elephant in the room will doom the GOAP. They can't acknowledge their role in the 2020 election theft. They have to play make-believe with the base. They have to gaslight. They have to pretend a false narrative is true. They're trapped. And it's a beautiful thing because the Great Awakening marches on and every day more people wake up and see what's been going on and they leave the gope, and they come to the dark side, as it were, With every rally and interview where he openly and enthusiastically points to that elephant in the room, that his opponents keep furiously and angrily pretending not to see Trump increases his lead as his opponents sandbag and sabotage themselves with that same base by ignoring and avoiding the elephant. I've said many times, it's no mystery whatsoever why... DeSantis has dropped like a rock in the polls over the past seven months. His pretending he doesn't see the elephant, his being a good boy and self-censoring what he says and being careful not to offend his big gop donors, was seen by the base, and the base found it repulsive. Trump isn't owned by any big donor. He does not have to watch what he says or deal with some big donor deserting him or complaining in the press when he strays off the prepared political consultant message, something DeSantis has already had to deal with. As his campaign circles the bowl. Headline, top DeSantis donor halts funding after spending $20 million, demands flailing governor to reset Campaign, August 5th, 2023. For a while, DeSantis fans were claiming he would begin climbing in the polls once he started really campaigning. Sure, bro. At this point, it's clear that only an act of God, or of the Department of Justice, is going to prevent Trump from easily securing that 2024 GOP nomination. Like it or not, the base is getting the distinct impression that DeSantis at this point is just hanging around and treading water, hoping he'll get tossed a Hail Mary win by a prosecutor like special counsel Jack Smith. The hope is that somehow Trump gets convicted of a felony crime serious enough to have multiple states strip him from the November 2024 ballots, putting the GOP nomination back in play. Hoping to win by default because a corrupt system takes your opponent with the overwhelming lead off the board for you, is not really a confident or inspiring strategy. It has already backfired on some vocal DeSantis supporters who should have known better Than floating that talking point that Trump can't win because the deep state is going to convict him and take him off the ballots. The issue of if the corrupt system is going to be successful in removing Trump from the race is still very, very much in doubt. Trying to base campaign strategy on it at this point is just stupid, especially when your candidate is underwater and the guy you are praying the deep state takes out for you is over 50% in many of the polls. The obscene spectacle of the shadow cabal now directly trying to throw Trump in jail after having stolen the last election from him is only rendered more vile and sickening by watching the usual cast of gope, simps and gimps burbling on my TV about how Trump is spreading that delusion he was robbed and how Trump lies about having done nothing wrong and working really hard to hide the fact that they're rooting for Jack Smith, Alvin Bragg, Fannie Willis, and any other prosecutor who perhaps can save their precious establishment from four more years of the Trump curse. Well, you make your bed, you have to lie in it. Good luck, all you... GOP, establishment, simps, and gimps out there. Nothing can stop what is coming.